Hello, and welcome to GuidesYou.com, the program that guides you through financial and life challenges. In this week's episode, Wendy will discuss the Survivor's Checklist, a few key items to keep in mind in the first week after a loved one has passed. I, if you found this video, I just first want to say I'm very sorry. It's called the Survivor's Checklist, and so you aren't having a very good day if you come looking for this video. So I just want to start by saying that you have my condolences. In this video, I'm just going to talk about basically the first week after. I do have more just videos on uh, closing someone's estate, but right now I just want to talk about what to do right away. And if you're in the first few hours, if you just came to Google, if this has never happened to you before, first I want to tell you, do nothing. Nothing is fine. You can just breathe. There's stuff to do, but it isn't urgent. You don't even need to move the body right away. It'll keep for at least a day. It's fine to just take a beat. If it was an expected death, I think you should probably call hospice or the visiting nurse association. Um, they can declare a de death. If it was unexpected, call your local police department, not 911. 911, they're going to be required to try to resuscitate and you just, nobody needs it to be gruesome. You can call the police department and they will, um, they will take care of declaring the death. Um, if you have a list of phone numbers already, start with that. If you don't, I really like the idea of calling a neighbor or a friend, somebody, it doesn't have to be your closest friend. I'm just thinking of who might watch your dog, who might stay at your house when um, you're at the funeral. Uh, so it can just be some, a neighbor you're not very close to. I think it's useful to try to practice saying the words out loud to somebody who doesn't really count. Then you are going to have to call some immediate family members. You might consider calling a more loquacious family member so that they can then make some of the calls. You can call a funeral home if you're using one, but you might not be using one. If that's not something you care to do, do not feel like you have to. Um, you could have a green burial. You could do straight to cremation services. Uh, in my case, I've asked my body to be donated to a medical school. We don't need to use a funeral home. If you are going to have a funeral with showings and things like that, yeah, definitely do that. I think probably 80% of people do. You just don't have to is all. In either case, consider washing the body yourself. It's, it's an ancient instinct, and it's something very real and human to just acknowledge the husk that's left behind. I think um, you also want to call the doctor's offices. You want to call work yours and theirs. You want to call your spiritual advisor. In the next few days, I think it's a really good idea to spend some time trying to write an obituary. I'm a fan of genealogy. So for me, an obituary is just a lovely thing to find from, about somebody. I love them to say who their parents were and who their children were and even who their siblings were. Um, but you can start out with a list, just list some stuff freestyle. What's favorite movies or quotes, causes they volunteered in, um, places they were happiest. 
What memories make you smile through your tears to remember? I think it's a good idea to spend a little bit of money on this, publishing the obituary and the newspapers for the areas where the principal mourners were. You, one of the reasons you wanna do this is because you don't want to keep having to tell people and somebody comes up and says, how is so-and-so? And then you're the one stuck telling them um, and then you are stuck trying to cheer them up <laughs> over their grief and instead of the other way around. Um, being in mourning is its own thing. I want you to claim that space. Um, being in mourning has a lot to do with bad memories. It's just, I'm not sure everybody knows this, but it's a good idea to get a sticky note dispenser and start writing sticky notes. Your brain uses a lot of emotional, a, a lot of its brain power feeling emotions. So when you are grieving, you're going to have a very poor memory. It's just how it goes. So another good idea is to just get a central, a notebook as a central place to write down all the things associated with this. Um, you know, who you want to send a thank you note to later, um, uh, your memory about somebody saying something about the pet, whatever, just something. Um, you probably want to call your financial person or, or the lawyer, if there's a lawyer. You want to secure all the paperwork if you have to leave soon, like if you're in an assisted living center and they're gonna charge you another month's rent, I think there's, there's reasons why you might want to disperse people's assets soon like that, but I'm a fan of waiting to um, appraise the artwork and get a sense of the estate inventory and uh, not, not closing everything out in the first week. However, if that is your situation, do secure their phone and the computer and their paperwork um, for later. Um, I want you to fill out an animal profile about an animal. I have one on my website. Um, it's called a pet planning. Uh, I think it's the guides you pet profile. I think is what we call it. Um, and you know, just give some information about the animal that what you know, what type of food does it eat? I mean, you probably can see a bag of the food somewhere in the house. Um, it's so much easier to rehome an animal that we know something about. So write down what you can. Um, check with the, you know, workplace for the person who's passed. There might be um, life insurance. Um, you know, some of the easy stuff you can do, call the medical supply company to come and remove household beds or other rented equipment and package up and secure meds for appropriate disposal. Um, notify creditors, um, close any credit card accounts, maybe hold off on the cell phone if you might need it for finding assets later, but um, the car lease you could probably get rid of. Um, you know, when somebody passes away, the power of attorney they may have given you dies with them. So at the, that point, a new entity comes into existence in their estate. So somebody's gonna be the personal representative, that's the new name, it used to be executor, executrix. So um, in the next couple of weeks, send out some acknowledgements. Um, remember to thank the minister, you know, thank you notes for kindness. Consider joining a grief support group. Very, very common to, to have it be helpful to get some grief counseling. 
I think most people expect to be sad with stabs of grief. I think um, it grief is normally gets less intrusive for people over time. I don't think it goes away so much as like the whole, you grow around the whole of the grief and you just get bigger and the grief stays the same. But sometimes people are just stuck and they have what's called complex grief where maybe they're angry at the same time. There's, I mean, if you're stuck, do get some grief counseling or at least join a grief support group. I think you'll find that much more useful than you suspect. Um, there's other things to do, uh, having to do with closing the estate, looking for money and um, getting rid of the assets. But I think um, I'm gonna stop here, except to just say one thing is time critical on that. And that is that there is some stuff we want to do in the calendar year somebody is widowed. So the last year you can file married filing joint. There's a few things we wanna do before the end of the year. So if you're in that situation, um, go see my tax strategies for the recently widowed if it's something you need to see right now, or just make an appointment with your accountant to talk to them sometime in November or December. So I don't want you to feel pressure on anything, but that one has a little bit of a time frame on it. There's a couple other things that have some time frames that are more the tightest one I know is you have to have you have six months to dispose of guns in Massachusetts and I don't know what every state is like but um, some of the stuff we do need to move on a little quicker than other stuff uh, we have nine months from the date of death to do some stuff with estate taxes I don't want to get too much into it just just know that there are some deadlines and the shortest one is the, the calendar year issue. Okay, I hope this is helpful. And again, my condolences that you even needed to come watch this. Thanks again for joining us for this week's presentation by GuidesU.com. Subscribe to see upcoming episodes and ring the bell to get notifications when a new video is up. We've also started cross-posting our videos as podcasts, which can be found hosted on our website or wherever podcasts can be found. See you next time.